All right, we're all set. Let's get these alerts off. We are good, good to go. Good evening, everyone. It could be good morning to other people, uh, whether it's good evening, good, e good afternoon, good morning. Uh, it's kind of a weird day because it's trending Thursday, but guess what? It's also Fantabulous Friday. We'll explain that shortly. But anyways, good evening. This is Carol. So AKA Naughty Boss Live with two sisters. Hey, good evening, everyone. And good morning to our friends in Australia. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. Let's hop right on into it. Today, we have an amazing guest on today that we are so excited about. We want to welcome to the two sisters podcast family. Sandy Forster, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, <laughs> excuse me, you are the money mindset mentor for women worldwide. And there's, uh, it's, sometimes I don't know where to start, but you also support women in third world countries to get their businesses off the ground. You're also an international bestseller of how to be wildly wealthy fast as well as your own podcast host of the same name so but i think i first want to start with mount everest can you fill us in on mount everest please okay so i am an absolute introvert i love being at home by myself in my barley heart reading a book just chilling out but then there's this other side of me because i'm a gemini so kind of a split personality so this other side of me that just loves to do stuff just out of the blue and one day um, I watched the film Everest and I have no idea why that inspired me to trek Everest because so many people died <laughs> but, but I watched the film and the scenery looked amazing so I thought I'm going to do this so my daughter and I we trekked to Everest base camp and it was the most amazing and most uh, uh, um intense thing I've ever done because the amazing part was the people were just divine the scenery was incredible the yaks the snow the trekking the whole thing was just unbelievable but then the downside was that I got altitude sickness I got fluid on the lungs and the brain and they had to helicopter me off the mountain to Kathmandu hospital in Nepal so that was a bit intense, but but apart from that side of it, it was absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> and I'm sure it's uh, Carol Sue. Don't you think? I, I'm sure it's like one of those things that might be on your bucket list. And she's like, "Oh, Mount Everest, yeah, okay, let's do it." Do it, yeah. I mean, yes. this, don't this, think about it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. And I think a lot of times, you know, especially when we put things on bucket lists and we keep adding to the bucket list, but we don't you know we don't go for it and then you know you do have that worry of you know will something happen will not something happen will it be as a, uh, eventful uh, and exciting as i hope it to be or will it derail i mean there's all these kind of emotions i'm sure going through that and and also you can plan as much as you like but i mean i remember i actually um went to a place got my lungs tested because i had climbed um kilimanjaro before and got a, a bit of altitude sickness, nowhere near as bad. Even trekking the Inca Trail, I had altitude sickness. So I'm obviously not made for altitude. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do whatever I can. And I actually hired an altitude tent and slept in that every night for about two months prior to the event. 
thinking that, you know, oh, my body will be acclimatized, but some people's bodies just simply don't acclimatize. Some people are meant to be sea level. So I'm a, a sea level girl. I mean, I love the beach, so I think I'll just hang at that level from now on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that so much. Um, I want to hop right on into uh, the money mindset mentor for women worldwide. Um, yesterday, yeah, today's Thursday. So yesterday for us, which was Wealth Wellness Wednesday, um, where, you know, obviously Carol Sue can explain it much better than I do, but I want to talk about um, the money mindset. What in your work, first of all, can you describe that to us, how you mentor and what impact that has had on your clients? Yeah, sure. So I guess my own experience, I used to be $100,000 in debt and on welfare. So I kind of met a boy in high school. We went out for about 11 years, got married. I had two kids, a, a three-year-old and a six-month-old, and we divorced. And then I was trying to take what was just like a hobby business. I was designing and manufacturing swim and gym wear. And I tried to turn that into a, a, a real business. And I ended up just so far in debt. I had no idea what I was doing when it came to business. And so um, being in that place of $100,000 in debt and on welfare was so stressful. I can't even begin to tell you. Um, and thinking that, you know, even if I went out and got a job that paid really, really well, it would take me so long to pay that money off. So I was really in a bad place. I was um, scared. I was frustrated. I was angry. I was like every negative emotion. But I discovered the law of attraction around that time. And the law of attraction, for those people that don't know what it is, it, it really is based in science, even though it sounds very kind of woo-woo and out there. Um, it's based in um, quantum science and neuroscience. And the bottom line is what you think about and focus on and put your energy on is what you then tend to attract into your life. And when I discovered that, it was so, I guess, liberating and freeing to realize that, yes, up until that point, I had been thinking about, focusing on, talking about, stressing about my money situation. But instead, instead of actually focusing on my reality, I could dream about having a beautiful house and being able to travel and having a car that didn't leak so much that a plant grew every time it rained. Um, you know, just imagining all these wonderful things happening in my life, getting a, a cleaner to come and clean my house, to, to be able to buy fresh flowers or have a gym membership. So suddenly I was able, I, I kind of had permission to focus on what I really wanted to create in my life. So that's what I did. I spent so much time instead of focusing on the reality, which was, you know, $100,000 in debt on welfare. Every time my kids asked for something, it had to be no. Um, just that really oppressing place to instead imagining this amazing life where anything was possible. And, you know, I was, I was surrounded by all the things that made my heart sing. So I just loved it. I fell in love with the law of attraction and really just created so many different processes and exercises and tools to allow me to keep my focus on what I wanted. And it worked. I went from welfare to millionaire. So <coughs> pardon me. I went from welfare to millionaire. So my passion then became showing other women how that was possible, how 
you know, no matter what your background is, no matter where you're from, no matter how much money you've got, you have a brain and your brain can be the thing that can help you create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined. So, so that's basically what I do. I now share all my tips, all my secrets, all my exercises um, in, you know, different programs I've got and in my book and, and that's how I help women around the world change their lives. And it's just so, I guess it's the most amazing and fulfilling thing about it is getting emails from women or getting Facebook messages or just hearing from the women that, you know, have been in a situation where probably not as bad as me. They're not on welfare, um, although some of them are. Um, but, but being able to turn around and buy their first home or being able to quit their job because... Uh, they've made more money in a side business or suddenly out of nowhere have, have a $20,000 bank debt just released, disappear. Just they say, you don't owe us anymore. Like all these, what I call money miracles happening. I just love the fact that I'm part of that and that I am the person that mentors them and allows them to change their life because I know how mentors impacted me. You know, being able to follow someone who had created the success that I wanted and being inspired by them and being empowered by them and being uh, and really opening my mind to the opportunities and the possibilities by them. So that I love being that for other women around the world now. Wow. Kasu. Amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I absolutely love the movie. I've the documentary. I've seen it several times. And one of the things that I think a lot of people, when they're, they're, they have that mindset, they, they talk about what they want to put out in the universe, the, the, the magic of the universe really is there's more than enough abundance for, for everyone out there. But keeping that mindset, a lot of people say, oh, I love watching the movie. I, I'm, I'm practicing, I'm doing all these things, but I'm not getting anywhere fast. It seems like it's not working. Then I get sidetracked with, you know, my, my family life or, or, or the things that have been distracting me as a whole or things that I'm worrying about. What would be the number one exercise that really, really directed your energy to obviously you can't ignore that, you know, that you were hundred thousand dollars in debt. You still had to obviously, you know, be relatable to that because you, you have to. But really that switch to say, okay, I'm going to focus, you know, did you focus, okay, 20% of my hours is just focused on the law of attraction and yeah, I'm going to give a couple hours and then I got to do what I got to do, but that's not going to be the focus of my, of my day. How do you really direct your clients and, and women all over the world on how they balance that mindset? Like how do they do it? What's, what exercise would you recommend? Yeah, okay. So I think the number one thing people need to understand is The Secret was a great movie, great documentary. Yep. However, their main focus was about thinking and about feeling, which are two amazing things that help you to manifest and attract things. But I always say the thing that was missing in The Secret is the action. Because by right. thought, the thing you desire is, is put out as an order. And by feeling, it's attracted back to you. But by action, you receive it. So you must take action. Too many people are sitting around there meditating or visualizing, looking at their vision board and expecting everything to drop into their lap and it ain't going to happen. You have right. to take action. And so one of the huge things that I teach within my program is it's all about aligning body, mind and spirit. It's about aligning your thoughts, your feelings and your actions. 
So you can't be sitting on the couch, you know, imagining the thing's going to come to you, feeling it every day, but not doing anything. You have to get up and take action because every step you take toward what it is you desire, the universe takes one step toward you with that thing. So the faster you move toward it, the faster it can come toward you. It's really exciting in the way that, you know, the, the quantum field works. So I would say definitely get really clear on what you want because clarity, like without the clarity, you might say, I want more money. Well, you might walk down the street and find, you know, five cents or, or a penny or whatever currency you have on the sidewalk. That's more money. But was that really what you were after? So get really clear on what you want. Find a mentor. Find someone who has created the success that you want um, so if you're wanting, you know, more money, find someone who's created that. And they don't necessarily need to be a millionaire, although that's really handy, um, but just someone who's created the success so you can follow them. And when I say follow them, I don't necessarily mean, you know, join their high level programs. It might simply be read their book, go on their podcast, listen to their free webinar, but just do something that you're tapped into someone who has made the mistakes and knows the right steps so that you can shortcut all that. You don't have to waste time, energy and money doing it. And the next thing would be um, once you learn from them, like apply, like too many people learn, 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 and they don't actually do anything. So you've got to apply what it is that you learn. You've got to take that action and um, really tap into, if you can, like a community or a like-minded sort of group of people because like think about it in the world these days there are too many people that all they do is focus on talk about the negative it's like beamed into our brains through the media through social media through the internet like it's just constantly being bombarded with all the crapola that's going on in the world you need to disconnect from that and understand that every minute that you focus on what you want is another minute that you're creating what you want. Every minute you're focusing on all the you know, stuff that's going on in the world is a moment that you're not creating what you want. And I'd say to people, you don't need to focus on what you want 24 hours a day. It's, it's not like that. Just think of it as you want to create what I call a predominant mental attitude when it comes to prosperity. So what is predominant? Well, think about it. If you've got something 100% of the time, yeah, that's definitely predominant. But if you think about something 50% of the time, you think about what you don't want 50% of the time and what you do want 50% of the time, it's like having your foot on the accelerator, on the gas pedal and on the brake at the same time. You're kind of not really going to get anywhere too fast. Whereas when you start to think more about what you want, just even just a little bit more, what you want compared to what you don't want, then that becomes your predominant mental attitude. That's when you start to be focusing more on what you want and therefore you begin to attract more of what you want. However, think about it. If you're focusing on what you want maybe 60% of the day and what you don't want 40% of the day, the results might be a little slow. But if you're focusing on what you want, say, 70% of the day or 80% of the day, then you start to generate an energy that's even stronger that allows you to attract even faster but the thing to understand it's not a matter of having to visualize all that time and having to focus all that time having to reach your goals all that time having to do a process all that time it's really just a matter of every moment of the day just checking with how you feel 
because your body tells you very, very clearly whether you're focusing on something that's going to take you toward your life that you want or away from your life you want. If you feel good, then you're focusing on things that are going to make you feel better and, and attract into your life the more things that make you feel good. If you feel bad, then you're focusing on something that is going to attract something that's going to make you feel bad. So the bottom line is just be aware of how you feel. And if you catch yourself feeling bad, take note of what you're thinking about and think the opposite. Like if you're thinking about your bills, because you know, you've, you've got to go to the letterbox, the mailbox, you've got to check it, and you've got this feeling in your, your gut at the time, it's like, well, hang on a minute. No, imagine if I go to my letterbox and it's filled with checks in the mail, it's filled with you know opportunities coming to me. So it's just a matter of being aware of how you feel and choosing to think about and focus on what it is that you want. It, wow. It's almost like I would say, um, you shift your energy. So for instance, if maybe something comes along, like I said, that, you know, is negative bound and, and you feel that angst or that anxiety. Um, I know for me sometimes, like I have to, I have to process a little bit of it, but I, what I do is for me, this works for me and you're the expert on this, but I set my timer for five minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stew about it for five minutes. And then that's it. As soon as that, my timer goes off, I'm done. And it works out really well for me. That is a of really, really good process because I think too often people think, especially when it comes to the law of attraction, it's all about being positive and, and fairies and rainbows and unicorns all day long. No, 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 no. That's not it. Because if you have something negative happen in your life, you can choose to focus the other way, but the feeling is still there. I always say to people, vent, get it out and then move on. But too many people take the whole venting process and they make that their life. So every time something happens, they ring their mom, their best friend, they put it on social media, they send an email to someone, they tell someone the next day and the next week and the next month, and they wonder why nothing changes. So definitely I'm with you. Vent if it's something that's really big and you need to let it go, let it out and then switch your focus. Mm. Yeah. And that's so hard, you know, in, in this day and age with so much going on in the world between the economy, uh, you know, school systems, children, uh, you know, politics, all this stuff just is, and, you know, we're over inundated from social media, uh, alerts on your phone, you know, the news, and it's really hard to, and we, we always do, Jan and I always talk about that, is know your limitation on devices um, and be more creative with your time and, you know, maybe stop the scroll somewhat. It is okay, especially if you're an entrepreneur to scroll, there's certain things you got to look for, obviously, but don't let that be the focus because, you know, a lot of times, uh, years ago, I could remember just being on social media and, you know, double checking and I had a lot of clients and, and customers and I go in there and before I know I'm like, what have I done for two hours? I, I, I you know, I, I am messaging, so I am doing some productive stuff, but I'm like back and forth with a scroll. So, you know, it, and it, it does play havoc. And then obviously, you know, let's face it, the last you know two and a half years for many, not all, but for many, we're very trying. And again, we, we always talked about the, the last two and a half years of there was many blessings if you were open to them. 
um, you know, whether it changed the direction of where you were going with your life, your career, your goals, you know, maybe the, this was a time to reflect, are you on the right path, uh, that there were many lessons. And, and we are so blessed that, you know, we're approaching our 500th 500th episode of our podcast, um, you know, that came about through, you know, and, it, you know, we, we never, you know, and obviously in the beginning, you know, very, very slow going, we didn't know really what we were doing, and we're still learning that process. But it really, for us, it's never been about, you know, how, we're, how quickly we're going to get there, we're going to watch it develop and watch it grow. Uh, and the abundance and blessings are, you know, being able to meet uh, wonderful entrepreneurs like yourself and uh, many people in the health and wellness industry, doctors, lawyers, activists, teachers, moms, uh, you know, we've met so many amazing people uh, that without that platform, which was really born out of, you know, the, the tragicness of what was going on in our world, there was there was a great blessing. So we truly believe in uh, exactly what you're saying that, you know, it is important to validate, you know, the things that are going on in your life that are not going well, validate them, vent, and then, okay, let's talk yeah. about how I'm going to change yeah. that. Switch your focus. Yeah. And, and I love what you said about, you know, there's so much going on in the media and everything. I always say to people, take a media diet, like, I mean, for instance, I have a TV in my house, but it's not connected to the outside world. So I get to choose what I watch. And one of the things I've chosen to tap into is a, a streaming thing called Gaia. So all the things that I choose to watch, the documentaries, it's all things that, that move me toward what I want, as opposed to, you know, as I said, the crap all that's going on in the world. So right. think about it. I mean, a lot of people that are listening to this or watching this, think about how many hours a week you currently spend watching Netflix or TV or just something that isn't supporting you. Just imagine if those hours, let's say it's just an hour a day. So let's say it's seven hours a week. Imagine if you spent seven hours a week focusing on your dreams, your goals, your desires, the things that made your heart sing, doing different processes to, to move you toward what you want. Imagine how different your life could be after just a month, after six months, after a year, after two years. Like it would be mind blowing. So when people say to me, I don't have time to you know, focus on what I want. It's like, well, think about what you can drop from your life now that isn't supporting you so that you can actually create that life that you truly I got a, a, another question for you. So say you have, you know, that spouse, that boyfriend, that live and lover, whoever it may be, right? Could even be your children, whatever it may be. And, you know, obviously you've got to, you know, focus on their needs or, you know, partnering with them or, you know, if they're a child or whatever, but you're also trying to make that time for yourself, going after your dreams or your goals. And we do have a lot of people that we know that don't have that good support system. They may be in a household where, you know, great, great relation, but they think, yeah, yeah, you're pipe dreaming. You're, you know, okay, go do your little thing. Uh, but where are you going with it? What would you, what would your best advice to that person yeah, be? That's a great question. Cause you know what? Everyone has that someone that does not believe in what you're doing doesn't believe in your dreams thinks the law of attraction is a load of hogwash mm -hmm. uh, we've all got that person and understand that you know for me when I first discovered the law of attraction I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt on welfare I was raising my two kids by myself 
And so, you know, when we talk about not having time, I was trying to build a business. When we talk about not having time and having to focus, you know, on other things, that was me. Um, but honestly, when it comes to someone in your life not believing what it is that you're doing, not believing your dreams, the thing to remember is you're not trying to create in their world. You're trying to create in your world. Right. So you have to do what my mother used to say. And what my mother used to say was, does everything just go in one ear and out the other with you? Because I was always in my own little dreamland. So that's what you have to do. When someone has something negative to say about your dream, your goal, your desire, has something negative to say about you um, setting goals, about you maybe using the law of attraction, when someone has something negative to say, let it go in one ear and out the other. Don't take it on board energetically because you can create your own reality no matter what's going on around you, but you get to choose that. It's when someone says something negative and then you get your back up and then you try and explain to them what you're trying to do and how they're not helping and they should look at this and they should read this book and listen to that podcast and <laughs> your thinking's not right. You're just dragging yourself into their vortex of negativity. Whereas that's not going to help you create anything. So you need to just stay in your power, understand that that's where they are now. That's fine because you probably used to be in that place too. So let them think what they want to think. Nod your head and go, yeah, okay, I know. And just kind of let them feel like you agree with them. But inside, you're still focused on what you want. You're still understanding that you can create an amazing, incredible future based on what you want to bring into your life. And when you do that and things start to change in your world, this is when it gets exciting. Then the other person starts to think, what are you doing? You know, I want to have a go at that. Like, what's going on? I remember one, one of my students, she was into the law of attraction. Her husband thought it was a load of like complete hogwash. What are you doing? It doesn't work. And she said, look, look, I'm sick of listening and arguing, arguing with you about this. Why don't you just try it for one thing? Just one thing. Anyway, he said, yeah, all right, you know, maybe, I'll, maybe we'll see. So he had this dream of having a car, and I know nothing about cars, so I can't even tell you what type of car, but it was kind of an, an old type, you know, collector's type car, and there was no way he could afford it because these collector's cars were tens and tens of thousands of dollars. But he really had a dream that he wanted this car. And so he would think about it and focus on it. And then a few weeks later, out of the blue, an old friend from high school rang him who was leaving the country and knew that this guy, when they were younger, both loved these types of cars and he wanted to sell it to someone who really, really loved and, and worshipped that car the same as he did. And he sold it for like next to nothing. And this guy was like, oh, my gosh. I believe now. <laughs> So you've got to kind of just live your life, manifest something, get someone excited about it, and then they might get involved as well. Wow. Wow. That, I love that story. I mean, that is such a great um, story to share because um, some people um, don't get the law of attraction. And when you add, for instance, a uh, quantum to it, you're like, okay, what is this? <laughs> What does all this mean? The woo-woos. Um, <laughs> if somebody hears the word quantum, how would you describe that to them and how it works in with the law of attraction? Yeah, so, so I think we're really blessed right now that we live in a time 
where science is catching up with spirituality. And it's funny because you would think, well, spirituality is kind of, you know, old school, but that's just it. It's been, it's, it's ancient. These, these um, traditions and ways of being and thinking have been around forever, but it's really just now that people are really opening up and understanding that these old ways of thinking actually are very powerful. And science is catching up with that. And science is beginning to be able to, because with science, everything has to be proven. So mm -hmm. science is now able to, because of, for instance, the massive big um, microscopes that can look into the quantum field, go down to the quantum level and see that everything, absolutely everything in our universe, including us, including you know, a phone, including a book, including anything, every single thing is just made up of tiny vibrating energy packets, everything. And, and a lot of that space in those energy packets is just that, it's space, it's a quantum field. And so we are all just energy, everything, our thoughts, every single thing is energy. And so basically we as humans get to manipulate that energy. And the way we do that is through our thoughts. And so when we think something enough, what we're doing is putting that energy into the quantum field, into the metaphysical. And the metaphysical really just means beyond the physical, greater than the physical. And so through our thoughts, we're able to put that out into the quantum field. And so we're able to, as I said, manipulate energy in a way that we can then attract to us what we want. And so while it sounds very kind of woo-woo and out there, there is a scientific side to it. But then also there's that side that, you know, understand that your brain. So right now, if I was to say, what can I see? Well, I can see a computer and I can see a light and I can look out the window and see palm trees and a barley hut and a swimming pool and a border and some frangipani trees and uh, a daybed and you know and then I could say well within the tree I can see light green and dark green and leaves and spider webs and some brown and some branches and like I could I could literally if I had to sit here and explain everything I could see there would be millions of things millions of shades and colors and light and and, and textures and everything our brain if it had to process all of that every time we opened our eyes we'd have a meltdown, like our brain would just explode, short circuit. And so we have this thing called the reticular activating system, which is kind of at the base of our, our skull. And what it does is filters out what's not important, just gets rid of everything that's not important. So we only see what is important. And what happens is when we put our energy onto something, our focus onto something, we, we talk about something, we think about it and we read it and we put our, all our all our energy and our focus onto it, you're telling the reticular activating system, this is super important. When I go out into the world, get rid of everything else, just let me see this. And that's why when things are going really bad and that's what you keep focusing on, things just get worse and worse and worse because right. when things are really bad and you're focusing on it and you're putting all your energy on it and you're talking about it and you're emailing and you're social mediaing about it and you're doing everything about it, you're telling your reticular activating system, all this bad stuff is so important to me. Filter out all the good stuff, only let me see the bad stuff. And so you need to instead program your mind, program your, your neural pathways in your brain as to what is important. So your reticular activating system can filter everything out and suddenly 
the opportunities and the people and the circumstances and the connections and the courses and the, the book and the, the things that you need that are going to transform your life and take you toward your goals that were there already, but you're filtering them out. Suddenly you see them, you hear about them, you read them. It, it just, it seems like it takes the woo-woo out of it and brings the science into it. And you understand that it's really, you're just, you're just programming your mind as to what you want to create and see in your world. So, and when you combine that with the law of attraction, as I say, you know, that's when the magic happens. It's taking the practical action. It's thinking about what you want. It's feeling it. And all those things together create true magic in your life. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Where can, uh, you know, someone who says, you know what, I just, uh, I'm feeling her. I, lo I love what she's got to say. I think I learned so much. Get your book. So tell us about your book first off. Okay, my book, for those of you that can see, I don't know if it's back to front, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. So it's basically all the different processes and exercises I use to manifest from welfare to millionaire. Um, you can just get that on Amazon. So How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast on Amazon. And if they want to know more about, um, for instance, my Millionaire Mindset Program, which is really helping people take their manifesting to the next level and break through all their money blocks and their self-sabotage, which is kind of a big thing for a lot of people yeah. um, you can just go to wildlywealthy.com that's um all the info's there wonderful and, and one uh final question that i have um oprah's aussie secret <laughs> oh, i'm very intrigued by that yeah well um they did a whole story here in australia about oprah and how she discovered the secret and about Rhonda Byrne, the producer and they just did a whole story about uh, me as well and so it was me oprah nicole kidman and um the producer of the secret Rhonda Byrne. so yeah oh, wow. pretty cool what, pretty cool what, what an honor and how cool yeah for sure Wow, that's that's amazing. You know, you've shared such valuable information in relatively a short amount of time. And uh, we can't wait to have you back on again. Hopefully very soon we'll have to work out the time zone thing because I'm a little time zone challenge, but uh, <laughs> We I'd love to, love to. And yeah. listen, for anyone that wants a little bit of a boost when it comes to attracting, manifesting, I've got a Wildly Wealthy bundle, which is a guided visualization and some affirmations. And people can get that for free if they go to wildlywealthyfree.com. Oh, thank you so wow, much. That's sure awesome. That. What yeah. a gift. That is a great gift. Oh, my God, I know. And uh, we'll make sure that gets in the show notes. Um, Obviously, in the USA, folks, it is trending Thursday. So much we can chat about that's trending. But what's trending today for us in the USA is having such an amazing guest on. And we want to, again, thank you for your time. And welcome to the Two Sisters podcast family. And for our friends in Australia, Fantabulous Friday, it's all about celebrating the whole week, you know, take those little actions that you've done, you know, maybe it's you've completed a goal or you just made it to a goal. Celebrate everything. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm with two 
Just us, and this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live with an amazing guest. Sandy, we're so blessed to have you on. You gave us so many great golden nuggets and great things to look forward to. Uh, we know that that's going to add so much value and impact our viewers and listeners. Guys, you know, it is Trending Thursday. We always talk about Trending Thursday. Stop the scroll. You be the trendsetter. Get your mind and your, uh, your feelings together and put it out in the universe because you are what you desire. You just got to focus on it, right? And then, of course, we've got everyone in Aussie it's fantabulous Friday that is a day that we celebrate ourselves have that conversation in the mirror pat yourself in the back let yourself know that you did a great job with that we will see all of you as tomorrow for fantabulous Friday and we wish everyone in Australia an excellent excellent fun weekend such a pleasure Sandy thank you so much and to all our guests thank you peace out we'll see you tomorrow take care everyone bye-bye everyone thank you